ಸಹನಾವದು ಸಹನೋಭನಕ್ತ ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ನಮಸ್ರೀಶಂಕರಂದ ನಮಸ್ರೀಶಂಕರಂದ ಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹ ಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾನಂದ ಪ್ರವಕ್ಷಿ ಜ್ಞಾತೆ ತಸ್ಶೇಷದ ಐಹಿಕಾಮುಸ್ಮಿಕಾನರ್ಥವ್ರಾತ ಸುಖಾಯತೆ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಷೈಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾನಂದ ಪ್ರವಕ್ಷಿ ಅನ್ನಗೌಂಡ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೌಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾನಂದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಆನಂದ ತಸ್ಮಿನ್ಜ್ಞಾತೆ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿಚ್ ಅಶೇಷತ ಐಹಿಕ ಆಮುಸ್ಮಿಕ ಅನರ್ಥವ್ರಾತ one completely gives up the whole host of evils here and hereafter sukhade and becomes the very nature of happiness so this is the result of the knowledge of brahma which is ananda so knowing brahma which is ananda number one that one totally gives up or becomes free from the whole host of evil pain and suffering here and hereafter meaning becomes completely free from all dukkha sukhayade and becomes of the nature of happiness so total cessation of all the pain or suffering and attainment of total happiness this is the result of the knowledge of knowing brahma which is of the nature of ananda <coughs> brahma vit paramaatmodi shokam tar dishaatmavit ರಸೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ರಸಂಲಬ್ಧಾನಂದೀತಿ ನಾಣ್ಯಥಂಡ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ ಪರಮಾಪ್ನೋದಿ ತೈತ್ರೇಯೋಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೈಜ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ ಆಪ್ನೋದಿ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವೇತ್ರಿ ಇದು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ ದನೋರ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಸೋನ್ ನೋಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಎಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಕೆನ್ ಬಿ ನೋನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಒನ್ ವೇ ಎಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಸಗುಣಂ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಪೊಸೆಸ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಅಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟ್ ಕೆನ್ ಬಿ ನೋನ್ ಆಸ್ something different from oneself so brahman with attribute can be known as something different from myself like a devata or a god but brahman without the attribute can only be known as myself so when brahman is known as a self paramaapnodi param utkrishtam anandarupam brahma praapnodi one attains param param means a supreme which is brahman so that that statement brahmavit aapnodi param the knower of brahma attains param or limitless so the attainment of happiness as a result of knowledge of brahma and second statement is tarati shokam aapnavit the knower of atma the knower of self tarati shokam crosses the grief <coughs> so when one knows the self as bhuma bhuma means the limitless the world of limitation of time space and objectivity 
शोकम तरदी वन तरदी अतिक्राम वन क्रॉसिस द शोक वन क्रॉसिस द ग्रीफ वॉट इज ग्रीफ दिस संसार दिस ड्यूआलिटी the life of birth and death in this duality is what we call samsara and whoever comes in contact with this meaning whoever takes this duality as real is scorched by the duality so the samsara is that which scorches whoever comes in its contact and therefore it is called shokah so it is said tarati shokam atmavit the nor of the atma causes shokah grief ब्रह्मवेत्ति इति ब्रह्मवेत द वेरी फर्स्ट लाइन सेज ब्रह्मवेत्ति इति ब्रह्मवेत ब्रह्मवेत्ति वन हु नोज ब्रह्म इति ब्रह्मवेत ही इज कॉल्ड ब्रह्मवेत परम उत्कृष्टम आनंद रूपम ब्रह्म प्राप्नोति सो वन हु नोज ब्रह्म प्राप्नोति अटेन्स द ब्रह्म प्राप्नोति अटेन्स ब्रह्मन व्हिच इज परम उत्कृष्टम आनंद रूपम विच इज परम मीन्स एग्जॉल्टेड ऑफ द नेचर ऑफ हैपीनेस और फुलनेस दैट इज वॉट वन अटेन्स एज ए रिजल्ट ऑफ नॉलेज ऑफ ब्रह्म एंड आत्मविद मीनिंग द नोअर ऑफ द आत्मा हु इज आत्मा भूम शब्दवाच्यम देश काल वस्तु परिच्छेद शून्यम आत्मानम वेत्ति आत्मविद सबन नोज द आत्मा हु इज Known as who is who is the same as Bhuma. Bhuma means abundant. Desha kala vastu parichchede sunyam. What is abundant? Abundant means limitless, free from the limitation of desha kala and vastu. Desha means space or place. Kala means time, and vastu means the object. So these are the three kinds of limitations that we experience. Everything in this world is possessed of these three kinds of limitations. For example, I am possessed of these three kinds of limitations. I am limited in place, meaning I am in one place and not in another place at the same time. This is called the limitation in place. Then, I am. I exist only for a particular period of time, not before that and not after that. This is called the limitation in time. And vastu. limitation in objectivity that i am a human being possessed of certain characteristics and therefore i am devoid of or deprived of other characteristics i do not have the capability that the bird has of flying i don't have the capability the, the strength that an elephant has the speed that a horse has these things i don't have i just have the capabilities characterized by a human being and therefore i am confined to being a human being this is called vastu parichcheda or limitation in reference to vastu or a thing so desha parichcheda limitations in reference to place kala parichcheda limitation with reference to time and vastu parichcheda limitation with reference to vastu or a thing <coughs> so everything is limited like this the flower which is in my hand also is limited in place that it is in one place and not in another place it is limited in time that it exists only for a period of time then it will wither away and then perish limitation limited in objectivity also that it is a flower and what is this flower called i think is this called mums carnation right so the carnation this is only carnation and not a rose for example so just carnation 
and not rose. That means it is limited by just being carnation. It's a flower and not a book. So flowerness is its characteristics. That limit. That is how it is limited in time, place and objectivity. <coughs> Thus everything in the world is limited and we feel this sense of limitation. If you could accept that limitation there would be no problem. But this limitation in time is something that we feel. Because I know that I am going to perish one day. I am mortal and therefore there is constantly a death of fear, a fear of death. So that fear is there. And the limitation of time I constantly feel and that is reflected also in my actions. Limitation in place also I feel. Very often I wish that I was in more than one places at the same time and I know that I cannot be. And I feel all the limitations of this body. It is limited in strength, it is limited in skill, limited in capability, limited in my mind also is limited in knowledge, in memory, in grasping and everything. So thus, those are the all limitations associated with my person, personality. And I constantly feel a sense of limitation because of this. So what is, what is Bhuma? Who means or what is Brahma? Brahma is that which is devoid of all these limitations. So how do I know myself today? Today, today I know myself as a being who is limited in place, limited in time and limited in objectivity. But what's the true nature of myself? The true nature of the self is that which is devoid of all these limitations. And that's called Bhuma or that's called Brahma. The Atmavit Shokam Tarati. When thus one comes to know the self that is free from all these limitations, which is a fact. That is a fact that obtains even now. Even now when I take myself to be limited being, the self continues to be self is free from limitations. But then the sense of limitation is felt only because of not knowing myself as I am. And thus, as a result of the inquiry, who am I? When I come to know Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahma. Then, Shokam Tardi, the whole, the grief is crossed. The ocean of grief is crossed. This grief or samsara is compared to ocean. Ocean is that which doesn't have the other shore. And therefore you can never, you can never cross it, regardless of how far you go. And similarly also this grief you are trying to cross. What is it that causes grief? That I am limited in time and I want to cross that grief. I am limited in place, I am limited in my abilities. And constantly every human being attempts to become free from the limitation by increasing one's abilities and one's skills and whatever. I try to become wealthier than what I am, more well-known than I am, or more famous than what I am, and whatever it is. All these attempts that we are making are attempts to become free from the limitation of time or place or condition. But we don't seem to be able to accomplish our goal. We do accomplish lots of things in life, but we continue to remain limited. Because every accomplishment is accompanied with some kind of a price that we have to pay, and therefore, in spite of various accomplishments, I continue to remain a limited being. That is why this is the samsara as compared to ocean. That if we thus try to become limitless at the level of our personality, or try to become limitless at the level of upadi, which is what we are trying to do, that is going to be an endless thing. 
because the supasic body can never become limitless regardless of what we do. As Swamiji likes to say, even the world, you know, uh, heavyweight champion, you know, weightlifting champion, world heavyweightlifting champion, you know, he is the, you know, the most, I mean, the strongest person perhaps. So he can lift 550 pounds, you know. All right, add one ounce to that, just one ounce, and he cannot lift. So he also feels, therefore, you can never become limitless. You are always going to, I can lift 55 pounds, and he can lift 550 pounds. No doubt, he is much greater than I am. But still, as Swamiji says, you know, my uncle is bigger than me, all right, but then still he remains a limited person. So our attempts to become limitless, at the level of the zupadi, of the body or mind or intellect are going to, are bound to be, to be a failure. And that is what we are experiencing all the time. And that is the frustration in life. What is that causes grief and, and sorrow is this failure constantly in our attempts to become free from limitation. Not only that, but very attempts to become free seem to create more limitations. I seem to get more entangled in the very attempt to become free from limitation. So that is why Narada Muni went to Sanat Kumar, Sage Narada went to Sanat Kumar and said that in spite of all my accomplishments I continue to remain a limited person. Soham Bhagavashochami. The one who is so accomplished as I am, I am still grieving. Tanmam Bhagavan Shokasyaparam Taretu. May revered sir, make me cross this ocean of grief. Shrutam Hyeva Bhagavadrushebhya Taradi Shokamatmavid. I have heard from such great ones as you that the knower of the Atma, the knower of the Self crosses the grief. If nearly knowledge enables me to cross the grief, how can knowledge create anything? If I am grieving because of some reason, how can knowledge eliminate that grief? Suppose I lost a lot of money in the business, that knowledge is not going to change the, the, the situation at all. Or to know that I am going to die after, I don't know, X number of days is not going to, you know, change anything. So knowledge is not known to change anything. However, this knowledge is, 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 they claim that this knowledge completely changes everything, meaning makes me free. That can only happen when the Atma is already free and that the grief is a product of ignorance. The grief I am feeling, the sense of limitation that I am suffering from, is a product of ignorance, which brings about what we call adhyasa or superimposition, that the limitations belonging to personality are superimposed upon the person. And that is how I feel limited. <coughs> so, Taratishov, this is very, these are all very famous statements, which are quoted again and again in the, in the text. Now, proceeding further with the reading, a question is asked there. Nanu, so this is where the fourth line now. Nanu, Udahruta, Taitariyaka Shrutivakya, Brahmajnanasya, Paraprapthihetuta eva avabhasate. Nanu is the doubt. Says Udahruta, Taitariyaka Shrutivakya. You just quoted a statement from Taittiriya Upanishad, Brahmavid Atmodiparam, that the knower of Brahman attains Param, attains the most exalted. This is what you said. 
to that extent that experience of happiness also is 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 uh, less intense but when all the impurity momentarily goes away from my mind all the sense of ego or individuality melts away in that that joy of attaining something that i was seeking joy of experiencing something that i was seeking in that flame of joy as swami likes to say melts away the duality and what i am experiencing at that time is advaitam the non duality which is brahman so any time we experience happiness it is really the experience of brahman except that we do not know that's the reason why take any experience of happiness that you have or that you can get and bring back that experience of happiness and make yourself see this happiness i am the awareness and existence are more difficult to understand there are a lot of problems with awareness because we have connotations i mean we have our own ideas about what is meant by awareness but about happiness there is no problem at all because everybody knows what happiness is except that today we associate happiness as coming from objects that's all upanishad says that the only source of happiness is sah is he meaning god or brahma rasagahyevayan labdhanandi bhavati ayam this man becomes happy only when he gets his rasa or when he experiences brahma idi tadiyame vakyam that very this statement which also comes from taitreya upanishad arthatah pathati in the second line of the verse the author gives a meaning of that particular vakya so verse second line said raso brahma rasam labdha nandi bhavati nanyatha raso brahma rasa means happiness raso brahma that brahma indeed is rasa happiness rasam labdha and therefore attaining rasam or knowing brahma anandi bhavati one becomes anandi one becomes happy once and for all knowing brahma as a self nanyatha there is no really another way of becoming happy the only way of becoming happy forever is to know the self as brahma nanyatha there is no other way <coughs> so we read here the commentary satyam jnanam anantam brahma says taitreya upanishad satyam jnanam anantam brahma brahma is satyam is truth jnanam awareness or intelligence anantam limitless then it says tasmadva etasmad atmanah akasha sambhutah and then taitreya upanishad proceeds having said that brahma is satyam jnanam anantam existence awareness limitless then says tasmadva etasmad from that brahman which is the self that brahman which is satyam jnanam anantam or existence awareness fullness is not really elsewhere that brahman which is the very self from that akashah sambhutah well someday when we have an opportunity to study taitreya upanishad we will see how just in one statement shruti actually establishes the identity between brahma and atma says brahma is existence awareness fullness from that brahman which is this self the whole creation came out 
So Taitriya Upanishad says, from that Brahman, which is Satyam Gnanamanandam, which is this self, came out the space, and from the space, the air, from the air, the fire, from the fire, the water, from the water, the earth, from the earth, the herbs and plants, and from that, this body. This is how the whole process of evolution of this physical organism is described, that the original source is Atma, the self, which is none other than Brahman. <coughs> Iti prakaranadav Brahmatma shabdabhyam abhitoy atma asurasaha saraha anandarupahityartaha Thus, right in the beginning, Taitri Upanishad says that atma alone is Brahman. So, Brahmatma shabdabhyam abhitaha Therefore, that which is denoted or that which is stated as Brahma as well as Atma, ya Atma asau rasaha. That Atma, which is Brahma, is in fact Rasaha. Rasaha means the essence also. Rasaha means essence. Saraha. What is the essence? Anandarubha of the nature of happiness. That is really the essence of every experience. What is the reason why we are seeking various experiences? in order for gaining happiness. So rasa or essence is indeed happiness and that happiness is this Atma which is Brahman. <coughs> then explaining the verse further says the Tikakara Rasam Anandarupam Brahmalabdha Brahmahamasmiti Jnanena Prapya Anandi Bhavati Aparichinna niratisha sukhavan bhavati. Rasam anandarupam brahmalabdha. Attaining Brahman, which is the essence, which is the ananda, which is the happiness. So, how do you attain that Brahman? Brahmasmiti jnanena prapya. Attainment of Brahman is knowing Brahman. Just as knowing the tenth man is attainment of the tenth man. Similarly also, knowing Brahma is attainment of Brahma because the self is Brahma. Knower is already Brahma. Brahman is the nature, the essence, the self of the very knower. Brahma is the self of the very knower. He did not know. Now he comes to know Brahman is a self and therefore knowledge of Brahman is attainment of Brahman. Just as the knowledge of tenth man is attainment of the tenth man because the seeker of tenth man is also the tenth man. <coughs> the separation between the seeker and sought is due to ignorance. It's interesting how the tenth man is both the seeker as well as the sought. And what creates the duality of the seeker and the sought? Ignorance. Then the seeker and sought are represented as two birds. In Mundaka Upanishad, in the very famous imagery, there are two birds presented that one bird as we said, is jumping, you know, from one branch to the other, tasting various fruits, and the other bird is just sitting there watching and blessing. These two birds are not really separate. These two birds represent the duality that you experience. And what is the duality? The duality between the seeker and the sought. Today I am a seeker. What am I seeking? I am seeking to be free. I am seeking to be limitless. I am seeking to be Brahman. 
Therefore, Brahma is different and I am different. This difference of the duality or the division that is experienced today is represented by two birds. But it is said that both the birds look alike. Dva, Suparana, Sayuja, Sakhaya. Having beautiful wings or, or feathers and both of them friends, meaning looking alike and always together, never separate from each other. So both are, they are never separate from each other, both of them look alike and both of them are equally beautiful, that means both are one. And still somehow a separation is being felt between them. And that is a separation due to ignorance. What sort of separation? Separation between the seeker and the sought. The seeker tenth man and the sought tenth man. There is a separation between them and that's what brings about this search. And that's what brings about the struggle and the conflict and what we call samsara. And when that separation is gone as a result of knowledge that the seeker tenth man is a sought tenth man. Aham Brahma asked me, I am the tenth man. I am Brahma. Then there is no more any distance between the two. Two birds become one. Meaning the seeker becomes the sought. Meaning seeker knows himself as a sought. And that's what makes him happy. I'm unhappy as long as what I'm seeking is away from me because I feel a sense of deprivation. And when I discover, when there is, an, there is oneness between what I'm seeking and myself, there is happiness. <coughs> so, aham brahmasmi iti jnana prapya. Knowing Brahman is very self and that is the attainment of Brahman which is limitless. Anandi bhavati. This knower becomes anandi, becomes happy. What is anandi bhavati? Aparichinna niratishaya sukhavan bhavati. Sukhavan bhavati becomes happy. How much happy? Niratishaya sukhavan bhavati. He becomes the possessor of unsurpassable happiness. But unsurpassable also may have something which is aparichinna, limitless. The happiness which is free from limitation and unsurpassable. He becomes possessed of that happiness by knowing Brahma as the very self. <coughs> Meaning that Brahma itself is Ananda. So knower of Brahma becomes limitless, which itself is Brahma, which is Ananda. Meaning knower of Brahma attains the limitless happiness. That is what the two statements mean. <coughs> well, maybe that knower of Brahma gains a limitless happiness, but then isn't it that someone else through some other way also become limitless? All that I can become happy by some other means also. Maybe the knower of Brahma becomes happy, but I can become happy by becoming rich or wealthy or this and that, you know, why not? Uktamartam vyatireka pradarshanayana dhradayati This particular artha, meaning this particular uh, uh, truth that is conveyed that the one who knows Brahma or attains Brahma alone becomes happy is further emphasized by the opposite na anyatha not otherwise there is no way that we can become happy otherwise other than gaining Brahma anyatha brahmatmaikatva jnanam vihaya Sadhanandra anusthane na anandi bhavati tyartaha. 
अन्यथा मीनिंग अदरवाइज अदरवाइज मीनिंग ब्रह्मात्मकत्व ज्ञानम विहाय विदाउट द नॉलेज ऑफ द आइडेंटिटी ऑफ ब्रह्म एंड आत्मा साधनांतर अनुष्ठान बाय समर साधनम बाय समर मीन्स ऑफ कल्टिवेटिंग सम पावर्स एक्सटर्नली और इंटरनली सो पीपल हुम वी कॉल मटेरियलिस्ट आर दोज हु आर सीकिंग टू कल्टिवेट एक्सटर्नल पावर्स इन टर्म्स ऑफ वेल्थ स्ट्रेंथ फेम एंड पावर एंड सो फोर्थ there are others who are in the process of cultivating internal powers in terms of the miracles etc but none of this will really lead one to the limitlessness that one is seeking one is running in the outer world in seeking fulfillment one is doing something within oneself in seeking fulfillment there are three fellows yogi bhogi and rogi yogi is the one who is seeking to become limitless through some efforts within bhogi is the one who is seeking to be happy through the sense objects and rogi is the one who is diseased incapable of doing anything as a result of all these indulgences he becomes rogi meaning he becomes a person uh, having disease but what we want is the fourth person who is he? the gnani therefore one requires a clarity here before you can undertake any pursuit in your life it is necessary to have a clarity as to what is it that i am pursuing and what i am pursuing where is it this is being discussed in a little book called the sadhana and sadhya the seeker the means and the end the seek you know so what is the end that i am seeking the end that i am seeking is it really separate from me a little pot space there is a 1 liter pot you know and then there is a 5 liter pot so this 1 liter pot space feels that i am small little pot space this is a big pot space and therefore it is superior and therefore that 1 little pot space wants to become 5 liter 5 liter pot space and it somehow manages to do you know somehow expands and becomes 5 liter pot space and has a certain satisfaction of having accomplished something except that now he looks around and finds a 15 liter pot space then what <laughs> again the same sense of incompleteness however big this pot space becomes it can become a thousand liter even then what it is still going to be limited only when it comes to know that it is space it is not pot space it is space the total space and then alone it will become free from that limitation it is space even when it takes itself to one liter the space can never be enclosed by a pot can never be confined but then somehow it takes himself we can find just as the individual today takes himself we can find to this body and therefore wants to be free from that confinement to free from the limitation it is knowing that what i am seeking is my own self and that clarity will automatically decide what should i then do if limitless i am how come i feel the sense of limitation what denies me that limitlessness the ignorance and therefore my attempts are then going to be to eliminate the ignorance rather than doing something else the for example if there is darkness in this room how can i remove the darkness suppose you do pranayama or suppose you do chanting suppose you jump up and down regardless of what all you do the darkness will not go the only way the darkness can be dispelled is by light 
Yes, those other things can accomplish something else, but not this. And similarly also wealth, prosperity, name, everything can accomplish something in our life, but not this one. The sense of limitation can never go other than knowing that the self is limitless. Anyatha and therefore there is no other method of really becoming happy. Happy means becoming free from all limitations. <coughs> so thus in the second verse the author said that Brahma is indeed Ananda or happiness. <coughs> the same topic is continued in several verses. And in this process, very beautifully he explains the, the purport of the Upanishad statements. So how by learning Panchadashi, you are also learning Upanishads and Bhagavad Gita also because so having, I mean having studied this text, it becomes easier for a person to go to those texts and study them because the vision and the purport of those texts is being, is discussed here in a, in a certain setting. <coughs> Then continuing, the Tikakara, the commentator, before commenting upon the third verse, here gives an introduction to the third verse. Evam Anvaya Mukhena Ishta Prapti Anishta Nivrutti Pratipadana Parani Vakyani Pradashya Evam, in this manner, Anvaya, there are two methods of making state, two, two ways the statements are made, Anvaya and Vyatireka. Anvaya, the ag- agreement. Vyatireka, disagreement. So, uh, let us say, this book is like another book. This hall is like another hall. This person is like another person. This flower is like another flower. This would be called Anvaya, the agreement. And this book is unlike every other book. This place is unlike any other place. This is called Vyatireka or disagreement. So two ways we express our ideas. The second verse express the idea Anvaya Mukhena by the method of agreement. Ishtaprapti, Anishtanivrutti, Pratipadana Parani, Vakyani Padasya. In these earlier verse, the author presented us two statements. One was Brahmavit Apnodiparam, the knower of Brahma attains the limitless. That shows Ishtaprapti, attainment of what is desired. Taradishokam Atmavit, the knower of the self crosses the grief. Meaning, the knower of the self becomes free from grief. That is the anishtanivrutti or the elimination of undesirable. So this is what we want. The elimination of undesirable and the attainment to a desirable. What is desirable or desired is what I want to attain and what is undesirable I want to get rid of. So, Brahmagnanam or knowledge of Brahma accomplishes both of these in one stroke, Brahmavit Aapnodiparam, nor of Brahma attains limitless, Tardishokam Atmavit, nor of the self or Brahma becomes free from the grief. <coughs> so these were the two statements which in the 
uh, in a positive manner by method of agreement uh, showed how the knowledge of Brahman brings about the cessation of all the suffering and attainment of all the happiness. Now in the next verse, what is what is being done? Anvayam Vitarekabhyam Anartha Nivrutti Pradashanaparam Yada Shevaisha Etasminna Drushe Natme Nirukte Nilayane Bhayam Pradishtam Vindate Athaso Bhayam Gato Bhavati This is also a statement from Taitri Upanishad which the Tigakara commenter explains in detail in the next page but what it means is Yada Esaha Esaha means the seeker Yada when Abhayam Pratishtham Vindate when the seeker gains pratishtha or an abidance so when the seeker gains an abidance in Brahma then it becomes fearless. When the seeker gains an abidance in the Brahman, which is a self, then he becomes free from all the fear. This is called anartha nivrutti, meaning the elimination of all anartha or elimination of all the evil. What is the nature of Brahman? Etasmin adrushe, that which is not seen adrushe. Anatme, that which doesn't have a body, atma. Anirukte, that which cannot be defined in words. Anilayane, that which doesn't have an abode of its own because it is, it is abode of everything. Abhayam pradishtham vindate, when one attains, abhayam pradishtham, attains a, a steadiness in the knowledge of Brahman, then, which is abhayam or fearless, then one also becomes fearless. <coughs> On the other hand, this is called anvaya. Anvaya means agreement. Then vyatireka, disagreement. Yada shevaisha etasminnu daramantaram kurute Athatasya bhayam bhavati Yada, on the other hand, when Esha, the seeker, Etasmin udaram antaram kurute. When he uh, maintains even the slightest duality between himself and Brahma, athatasya bhayam bhavati, then there is bhayam or fear for him. So when one giving up all the duality becomes totally abiding or established in Brahman as a self, then one becomes free from all the fear. On the other hand, when one maintains even the slightest duality between oneself and Brahman, that I am the seeker and Brahma is sought. I am the devotee and Brahma is God. I am the meditator, Brahman is meditated upon. This kind of a duality also when one maintains, then there is definitely a fear in him. Meaning, the fear remains as long as there is a duality between the self and Brahman. And all that fear goes when that duality goes. <coughs> so one statement says, or anvaya or agreement, as to how the knowledge of Brahman makes one free from fear. And the disagreement says that, when there is a duality between Brahman and the self, 
then there is always a fear. <coughs> These two statements, iti vakyadvayam arthataha anukramadi. These two statements are explained. Vindate svasmin pratishtam vindate svasmin yadasya dasa sobhaya yadasya dasa sobhaya kurute sminnantaram ched kurute sminnantaram ched athatasya bhayam bhaved athatasya bhayam Pratishtam, Pratishtam, Vindate, Swasmin, Yada. Yada, when Swasmin in one's own self, Pratishtam, Vindate, when one gains an avoidance in the knowledge of one's own self, Asasaha, Abhayasyat, then that person becomes fearless. Kurute, Asmin, Antaram, Ched. On the other hand, if one maintains even the slightest duality, Atha tasya bhayam bhavet. Then there is bhaya or fear for that person. <coughs> now we go to the next page, page 366, where this particular verse or the earlier mantra is explained. Yada yasmin kale. Yada means Yasmin Kale. At what time? He the Vidvat Prasiddhi Pradarshanaparo Nipataha. Yada he. It is well known in the, among the wise. So that which is well known to the wise. Evaiti. Ayameva Anarthanivrti Upayaha. Na Anyahaiti Niyamanarthanaha. The Upanishad says that the knowledge of Brahman is the only means for removal of pain and no other means is there. So Upanishad also makes a rule, presents a rule that is only the knowledge of Brahman that eliminates fear and nothing else. Yada Sheva Eshaha Eshaha Mumukshu. This Mumukshu, one, the seeker, the aspirant, the one desirous of moksha or, or liberation. Etasmin Vidvat Anuhogam. In this Brahman, Brahman which is the, Brahman is that which is uh, the something that is known immediately or directly by the wise people. And how is this Brahman? Adrushe. That which cannot be perceived, Indriya Agochare, Brahman, which the wise man knows, is how? Adrushe, that which is Indriya Agocharam, which is not perceptible to the senses. So when one knows Brahman, which is not perceptible to senses, <coughs> because it is a very self and therefore it cannot be perceived, as a, as a ghatapata can be perceived. And further, how is Brahman? Anatmya. Anatmiya means Anatmiya Swarupataya Swakiyatva Rahite And Brahman is that which doesn't have anything of its own. Meaning, just as this, this book is mine, 
the clock is mine, the table is mine. In this sense, I am a possessor of things. Brahman is non-possessor of anything, doesn't possess anything. Meaning, there is nothing that Brahman can call its own. Here in life, we want things which we can call our own, you know. Where we seek securities from those whom we can call our own. Our friends, our relatives, our near and dear ones, our kith and kin. So we want more and more of those whom we can call our own, so that we can seek a comfort and security from them. That shows that I am uncomfortable or insecure by myself. Then alone there is a need to have those things which I can call my own. This money I want to call my own. Then alone I feel secure. <clears throat> this person I want to call my own. Then I gain a certain comfort and security. How is Brahman? Doesn't have anything of its own. Meaning, is not connected to anything. And when can it be? Only when it is of the nature of security. So that which is the source of all the security, naturally does not require any other support. So Brahman is called Anatmiya. Anatmiya meaning that which is not, which is free from any sense of possession or any sense of dependence, anātmīya, the one who is totally independent or free. And this is our ātmā. The one who is seeking security himself is the source of security, but one doesn't know that. And they were always seeking security. And from what? Those who are insecure again. No, he says, the beggars cannot be beggars, among beggars. But here, the one from whom I am seeking insecurity is equally insecure, unfortunately. But then this is how this whole business goes on. I am seeking security from this, which is seeking security from that, which seeks from something else, and thus this whole circle goes on. Everybody is insecure. Only thing that is secure is a self, which is Brahma, Anatmi, Anirukte. Further, how is Brahman? Aniruktam. Niruktam, Nirvachanam. Nirukta means definition, that which can be the definition in words. Shabdena Abhidhanam. Like this is carnation, that is called the definition or description of this flower. This is rose, description of the flower. This is book, description of the object. But that which cannot be described in words. Sounds very frustrating that it cannot be described in words. But we should know that what can be described in words is always going to be limited. Because every word has a, a certain meaning. Vachyartha or the word meaning is always limited in time, place and objectivity. If Brahman also could be described in words, then it would only would have been limited, in which case we would not have been interested in it. So Brahman is Aniruktam, meaning that which cannot be described or defined by words. Cannot be said with so and so and such and such. Yatranastitat aniruktam. Then further, how is Brahman? Anilayane. Niliyate asminiti nilayanam adharaha. Nilayanam meaning adhara, nilaya. So when they give the name of a house or a place, sometimes they call it nilaya. Saraswati Nilaya, remember? Saraswati Nilaya is what? The abode of Saraswati. Nilaya means 
the abode. So anilayane, Brahman is without any abode. Brahman does not have any abode. Then it must be really, you know, it must be, it must be without any refuge. That means the refuge, you know, it is what? Is homeless. Brahman is homeless, really. Everybody wants to be, you know, possess a home because one seeks security from home or abode. Brahman is homeless. Why is it so? Because it is a home of everything. And it doesn't need itself a home because it is of the nature of security. And it is that which is the home of everything. Itself is what? That's why when you say Brahman is homeless, we should not feel frustrated. That means that it doesn't require home. Brahman cannot be described in words, meaning it doesn't require to be described in words. So feel happy that it is not limited, that if it needs an abode, then what shall we do? Then we should go to that abode of which Brahman is, of, which is abode of Brahman. But Brahman is abodeless because it doesn't require any abode. Niliyate asminiti nilayanam adharaha. Adharaha means abode or the support. <coughs> For example, the birds in the evening go to the nest. So nest is their support or abode. So where one goes ultimately is called abode. Like a bird ultimately will go where? To its nest. And so nilayana means abode. But Brahman is that which is devoid of any abode. <coughs> Meaning what? Svamahimnisthitaityartaha One who abides in its own glory. Everything else abides in the glory of some... And everything else is glorious because of something else. Everything in the world is glorious because of something else. Brahman is that which is glorious because of its own glory. So that which abides in its own glory and therefore doesn't require any other abode is called Anilayanam. Abhayam Abhayam means fearless, meaning advitiyam, non-dual. Dvitiyadvai bhayam bhavadi iti shrutehe bhaya shabdena atra bhaya hetuhu bhedaha lakshate. Dvitiyadvai bhayam bhavadi. Whenever there is a duality or whenever there is a division, then there is fear. So fear means division. See, apparent duality at the level of body need not cause fear but the division that you are different and I am different it is that division which really causes the fear so wherever there is division there is fear <coughs> so nobody loves division everybody wants to avoid eliminate you know they destroy the division and establish the non-division or establish non-duality it is shrutehe bhaya shabde natra it is bheda, the duality or the division, which is the cause for fear. So, abhayam meaning non-dual. Navidyate bhayam bhedaha yathabhodi tathapratishtham prakarshena samshaya viparya rahityena sthitihi pratishtha. Pratishtha means prakrushta sthitihi. One gains an abidance in Brahman, which is such. Abidance in knowledge of Brahman, such as, which is such. And when can you gain an abidance in knowledge? 
samshaya viparya rahityena when the knowledge is free from samshaya or doubt viparya the error so when the knowledge is free from vagueness and doubt and error then one gains an abidance in knowledge so when one gains an abidance in the knowledge of brahman which is what we just talked about pratishtham vindate how brahmaham asmiti avasthanam vindate in the knowledge that i am brahman so when one abides in the knowledge i am brahman which brahman is without abode which brahman is without dependence which brahman is non dual which brahman is beyond words which brahman is that imperceptible meaning the very the uh, you know the the, the 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 nature of perceiver that brahman i am in this knowledge when one gains an abidance where where which is possible only when when the knowledge becomes free from any vagueness or doubts or errors how do you do that guru pasatyadina shravanadikam krutva labhate having approached a teacher properly and having listened to the scriptures from him and having carried out the mananam nidhyasanam in order to eliminate whatever obstacles there are in the knowledge thus having approached the teacher and having studied the scriptures from him and having worked upon that whatever work is necessary in order to eliminate whatever obstacles there are in that knowledge and thus one has gained an abidance in that knowledge in which knowledge aham brahmasmi i am brahma which brahma adrishye which is which cannot be objectified anatme which is which doesn't have any dependence anirukte which can be confined to words and thoughts anilane which is free from which is not dependent upon the abode which itself is abode of everything in this in brahman that brahman such as that i am in this manner one gains an abidance in that knowledge then what happens atha saha abhayam gato bhavati atha tadanimeva then itself saha evam vidwan the one who knows such abhayam bhay rahitam moksha rupam advitiyam brahma gatah prapto bhavati as soon as one gains an abidance in knowledge one becomes established in fearlessness because self is brahma and brahma is non dual and where there is duality there is fear non dual means fearless so bhay rahitam moksha rupam there is called freedom from fear so freedom from duality freedom from fear freedom from pain freedom from grief what do we call it freedom from bondage which is called moksha or liberation advitiyam brahma gatah prapto bhavati one becomes liberated one becomes one with brahman which is non dual brahma veda brahma bhavati iti shrutehe because again mundaka upanishad says that the knower of brahma becomes brahma <coughs> in short when one completely gets rid of whatever separation there is between oneself and brahman when that separation is completely gone then one becomes established in fearlessness because that separation causes fear and that is what the taitri upanishad says in the next stanza kurude 
यदा यस्मिन नैव काले वेन एष है दिस सीकर दिस सीकर ऑफ ब्रह्म एतस्मिन अदृश्यवादि गुण के प्रत्येक अभिन्ने ब्रह्मणी वेन वन मेंटेन्स समहाउ फॉर व्हाट एवर रीजन वन मेंटेन्स अ ड्यूअलिटी विद ब्रह्म बिकॉज ऑफ वन सोन कल्चर वन सोन आई डोंट नो द टेंडेंसीज और द द अपब्रिंगिंग और व्हाट एवर संस्कारस वन इज गेन so when one is steeped in this samskara of duality then one doesn't want to give up that duality so one when one maintains even the slightest duality upasya upasaka adilakshanam that i am upasaka i am the worshipper and brahman is upasyam worshipped even that duality of the worshipper and worship that kind of duality also is maintained atha tadanimeva तस्य भेद दर्शन है भयम भवती देन एस सुन एज यू क्रिएट द स्लाइटेस्ट ड्यूआलिटी और मेंटेन द स्लाइटेस्ट ड्यूआलिटी दर इज भय और फियर इन दिस पर्सन सो दिस पर्सन कैनॉट बिकम फ्री फ्रॉम फियर इफ दैट पर्सन मेंटेन्स इन द स्लाइटेस्ट ड्यूआलिटी इवन ऑफ द नेचर ऑफ वर्शिपर एंड वर्शिप्ड इट इज फाइन इट डजेंट मीन दैट वन हैज टू गिव अप दिस वर्शिपर एंड वर्शिप ड्यूआलिटी यू कैंट गिव इट अप इट हैज टू गो and the worship is a very means of ultimately growing out of the duality but one has to know that the worship which in the beginning is in the realm of duality ultimately that is to culminate into that worship should culminate into the elimination of that seeming duality between the worshiper and the worshipped <coughs> otherwise there is bhaya or fear so udara mantra ud ud means api aram alpam even the slightest the duality is maintained then there is fear in short the taitri upanishad says and which this verse reiterated here that if you maintain the slightest duality between the self and brahman then there is always fear because wherever duality is the fear is and when one gains an abundance of knowledge which is devoid of that separation then one gets established also in fearlessness so taitriya upanishad looks approaches this from different ways it approaches from the sense of from the standpoint of fear from the standpoint of existence from the standpoint of happiness from different standpoints taitriya upanishad describes this brahman <coughs> and so those statements are quoted in subsequent verses also the author continues to quote statements from taitriya upanishad which we shall see later om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashashyate om shante 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 शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाष्यत वंदे भगवतनःश्वरो गुरुरात्मे मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमद्यादेहाय दक्षिणा मूर्त नमः 